0: This is The David Webb Show. Let's take a break uh, from the news and issues to go to something truly important. I know to many of you out there who are in this amazing group of Americans, the 2021 Purple Heart Project kicked off yesterday in New York City, and it pays tribute to the sacrifice that those who have raised their right hands have made for this nation it's administered by the national purple heart honor mission and each mission comprised of one purple heart recipient representing their fellow purple heart heroes from their state Uh, they will also honor this year the patriot project will be awarding two special genesis legacy medals to those who have made a significant impact on our veterans community, one Purple Heart recipient and my colleague, uh, Staff Sergeant Johnny Joey Jones, and also to Frank Siller, uh, founder of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, We're going to go in order. Let you hear from a few of these recipients. And our first up, Mitch Reed from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, a U.S. Army veteran of Vietnam, a two-time Purple Heart recipient, wounded in January and February of 1969. Mitch, great to have you here, and you know, a little bit of a tie into this is that I will be in Broken Arrow uh, at the Military History Center on or around November 11th. So, oh, that would be great uh, to David. share that that'll with. That'll be you. great.
1: We'll be glad to have you. I've got a new building right down the street called the well, Military Veteran Center, Broken Arrow Veterans Center.
0: Well, then I'll be over to see you, Mitch. Where it looks like we're going to spend uh, some time together after all. Uh, I have okay, a special surprise great, for you. I can't did, announce yeah. it yet. Uh, you know, you like my dad and my dad, a two-time Purple Heart recipient from Vietnam as well. Uh, you know, often, as my dad said, the medal you don't want to get. But you're right. What you're is, right. What does this mean to you, and how important is it to you, Mitch, uh, that with your story, people remember not just the story, but what
1: it means? It means a great deal to me, David, because everybody needs to tell their story, no matter what generation they need to tell your story because it means something to somebody, immediate family, and on down.
0: What's your so story? So that means in a short? lot. What's your story in short,
1: Mitch? Go ahead. Um first time my first Purple Heart I hit a mine driving an armored personnel carrier. Second Purple Heart about six weeks later, it was Ted of sixty nine. I took an RPG grenade through my fuel tank. And when it killed the engine and everything and caught set the APC on fire, it was time to evacuate. As I came out of the driver's hatch and got to the top of the APC, I took a bullet in my left chest that collapsed my lung. So I had a sucking chest wound and got blown off the APC. And that's my story in a nutshell. And they couldn't get to me for six hours, so I had to play dead several times during the night. It, it's
0: it's amazing and uh, the perseverance to be here but you didn't stop as you mentioned earlier you have the Broken Arrow Veterans Center I really I had such a smile Mitch when I saw that because I was on the phone yesterday with some people in both Tulsa and in Broken Arrow. I'm looking forward to being down there for Veterans Day uh, so and forward to meeting you in person uh, but you kept going you helped establish the Tulsa Tulsa County as the state's first Purple Heart County, uh, you yes, sir. just continue to serve.
1: Yes, sir. And I'm doing about, I've got done about 50 to 60 cities right now, also in Oklahoma. So I'm loving it. <laughs> I meet a lot of great people, get it. to travel all over the state.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Mitch, let me tell you, first of all, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, my friend. From the bottom of my heart, I, I can't wait to sit down with you. I can't wait to just sit well, down and you. meet you out there in Broken Arrow, and uh, we got a lot to talk about.
1: All right, if you if they send you my phone number, holler at me anytime, David.
0: Yeah, I will. I will. You can count right. on that, Mitch. I will see you not too far from now, and uh, if you'll hand off to Ed Abby who joins me as well. Uh, Ed uh, served in the U.S. Army uh, more than 25 years, uh, 1970 through 86, again from 94 to 2006, and was deployed as part of uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom 1 and 2. Ed, uh, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Marine.
0: So, Ed, your story. Yes, sir. As I asked Mitch.
2: I'm sorry, David, couldn't hear you.
0: Your story, as I asked, Mitch, your story of how you
2: uh,
0: earned your Purple Heart.
2: Well, you know, nobody earns one. You get awarded it, but I did it by doing my job as a trainer. I was supposed to have been an intelligence analyst sitting on a desk in the rear and managed to move myself, you know, by my actions into running gun trucks for the year instead. And I trained everybody to take everybody else's position. So we got a milk run and I set my assistant convoy commander up into my job, took the gunner's position in the last truck. And we tripped an ambush that was supposed to have taken out the trailblazers looking for IEDs along the roadside. And when they saw that we were going to find the ambush first, they just rippled off everything. So. We went driving through a cloud of gray smoke, flame, shrapnel. And when everything cleared off, I said, Hey, we, we got through this one easy. And my gunner lo- you know, who's now driving looks up and says, boss, you're bleeding. So it wasn't as easy as we thought the shock wore off. I was still up and mobile. We finished the mission and came back and I had to keep very quiet because my fiance, who was not my wife yet you know, knew about river city. And when the phones got quiet, she said, you got hurt, didn't you? And I did not get a chance to lie to her. I said, yeah, honey, it was me. And she had already given me the mantra, nothing brave, nothing stupid. And when I got home, she said, we're going to have to talk about what's brave and what's stupid. And I laughed with her and said, yes, ma'am. Three bags full that in a nutshell, sir.
0: Well, and, and by the way, thank you for that correction. I misspoke. I know better that, uh, yes, you're awarded, uh, not earned. It's the one no one wants. Uh, well, you're now still uh, happily married. You've got your family, and you continue your work as a life member of MOPH and along with Disabled Veterans of America. What do you say to some of those younger service members now uh you know you're in we're in the same age group roughly based on your years you got a few on me but uh now we have a next generation coming out of these recent conflicts what's your message to them
2: don't take trash from anybody you know it was an 18 year old that was teasing one of my deputies who was an old man of 34 and he started to tell him, you know, that, hey, you're almost old enough to be my dad. And then he looked up at me and he says, wait. And I said, kid, if you don't want to do push ups for the rest of the year, stop while you're behind. <laughs> I got, you know, my last tour at 55. But when somebody talks about the youth, I said, you don't know the capabilities of all the positive that they can do. You know, these young men and women are the one percent that keep the other 99 percent of our country free and safe. So don't take crap from anybody. You're doing what others won't.
0: Well said. Well said, uh, Ed. Thank you for joining me this morning. As you say, you know, those speaking of those men and women, uh, we've got one of those women with us now, Connie Johnson from Elkton, South Dakota uh u.s army and uh she was a military police officer who also served in operation iraqi freedom and was awarded a purple heart connie thank you for joining me this morning i'm sure ed will probably give you some pretty good advice too sounds like he likes to dole it out uh but uh for you uh your story connie
3: Yeah, so for me, I was, you know, as you said, I was a military police officer. I was a rear gunner as we were doing a lot of security runs at the time and our convoy was targeted by an IED explosion and it hit the last two trucks. And unfortunately I was one of the people that was injured along with the gunner in front of me who took shrapnel to the face. And then I took shrapnel to the back of my neck.
0: I got to ask the question, what was it like for you as, you know, as a female out there deployed in Iraqi freedom? I mean, you're in a different country, one that even sees women differently, even in uniform, not our guys, not our girls, but in that culture.
3: You know, when I was living it, when I was actually there and engaged with the men and doing that kind of thing, you know what, like my fellow soldiers, I didn't even really separate myself as being male and female, which is, which I think is what it should be like. I feel like I wasn't treated any different. I feel like I pulled my weight and did everything that I needed to do and everything that I was asked to do. You know, the Iraqi civilians, you know, I did cut my hair really short. So it was a little bit harder for me to, for them to tell that I was a female. But I feel like I brought an asset to that environment because when we were doing, especially as a military police officer, when we had to work with the POWs, we you know, were the ones that were searching the women and giving that respect to that culture for men not touching women. It was women touching women and that kind of stuff. I feel like it's been a little bit more, honestly, as a challenge being a veteran. I feel like being a soldier is easy because you're always told what to do, but as a veteran, you're kind of navigating everything on your own. And being in that first wave of the war and being one of those first, you know, dozen that were injured as a female, being a veteran, it's been hard to navigate because you feel isolated because you're a woman and things are always different. It always have to be like, Oh, those plates are mine, not my husband's who also served in the Marines. So it's always like. Oh, well, I'm the purple heart recipient. I'm the one that's supposed to be here. Oh, I'm the one that, you know what I mean? And and I feel bad sometimes because even in large groups, you know, hey, gentlemen, thank you, my brothers for being here. And I always want to stand up and say, listen here, mother, <laughs> I'm here too. And I'm a woman just because I have, I don't know what kind of rating this is, but just because I have a vagina doesn't mean I can't earn a purple heart. And I feel like we got to constantly advocate that. And I feel like I've been turning into a little bit of one of those people, but I, I wasn't, I spent a lot of years being silent and not speaking up and I think, especially now as our military is becoming more inclusive, especially after 2013, when they opened up everything, it's important to continue to advocate that remember it's women too. And just because we wear different clothing or different lifestyles, doesn't mean that we can't be valued too. And I don't want that to sound preachy hopefully it didn't come across that way but that No, I think it's
0: pretty straightforward and I I can't picture yeah. you being silent. I just it doesn't come to mind when I listen to you. Connie, thank <laughs> you for your service from the bottom of my heart. Thank you.
3: You're very welcome.
0: All right. Let's turn now to Troy Green because we got to get the Air Force in here, and it'll you know make a couple of Air Force people I know very happy. Uh, Tech Sergeant Green enlisted in the Air Force in May nineteen eighty nine. Twenty seven years, fifteen on active duty, and was deployed to Afghanistan as part of Operation Enduring Freedom. Uh, Tech Sergeant Green, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, sir. How are you today? I'm doing all right. You know, we got to get the Air Force in here. And I know a friend of mine who was uh, in Afghanistan's listening, the former commanding general. So I gave him a little shout out because he's uh, somewhere hiding out near the Missouri border. So that's for him. But let's talk about you and uh, your story as I've asked the others to share with our audience. Uh,
4: yeah, uh, gosh. Um, from Missouri, uh, like said, I'm listed in 89. I've been around in several different branches, uh, Air Force, Air Force Reserves, Army, and then back to the Air National Guard. And we deployed uh, with the Missouri Agribusiness Development Team. And what that is is they we take specialists in and they teach them a better way of growing you know, corn or digging solar wells or improving their slaughterhouses. And I was the primary security officer for those uh those, uh, specialists. And, uh, on April 15th, uh, they attacked our fob, fob, Finley shields in Jalalabad, Afghanistan. Uh, and it was, uh, the firefight lasted a couple hours, but, um, you know, we, we had no, uh, friendly, uh, forces lives lost, but, uh, that day, Missouri. Was entitled to 16 more purple hearts. So, uh. And then uh, came home and went right back to work. <laughs> I'm kind of the boring kind of story. So,
0: well, none, none of them are boring because you've all <laughs> stepped up there and, and you know been awarded this medal. Sixteen in that one firefight. Uh, I was not aware of that in all the information, but it, it also points out you know what the reality can be like. You know, a little bit to the left, right, up or down, and it could have been a different story from sixteen
4: injuries Absolutely. to or deaths. Absolutely. Uh well, and you know what oh I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. No, no, you go ahead. Too. You go ahead, Troy. I say once I came home I went I uh, I was a police officer, but I went uh active duty with the Missouri Air National Guard and uh was very uh, active with community service and raising money for our local VA and eventually led me to start a BMX racing team, Purple Heart Racing. So that's what I do now is manage that.
0: <clears throat> that's what I was going to ask you about next, actually. I mean, you know, of all the things, to, what made you want to start a racing team? Is it something you've always <laughs> done? You know, what what is it?
4: Uh, I always, I rode BMX trick bikes when I was young and I was sitting on my couch in my doom and gloom phase, fighting depression and, uh, uh ad for the local, uh, blue Springs BMX track popped up. And I looked at my wife and I said, I want to try this. And she pretty much pushed me out the door and said, go find something to do. And that was 2017. And since then, uh, our team's grown to uh, from Texas, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Ohio, two in Canada. We've got a special forces soldier, Purple Heart recipient that races for us, and uh, we're soon to have a 501C3. So we're pretty excited about it. It's it's just exciting, and it's that that camaraderie that I miss. You know, having a team. You know, and and we're all, if you will, fighting for the same thing. You know, take a, a first place trophy or whatnot. But um, and it it. that's my energizer bunny right there is my, is, is the team. So.
0: Well, that's a great thing. I I love it. Purple heart racing for anyone that wants to uh, learn more about it. Thank you. And to you and all of your service members there from any service, thank you for your sacrifice.
4: You're welcome. You're welcome. And, And if I can just real quick, I'd like to say if people would like to learn more about, uh, our, our, uh, trip here or or to donate and support it uh they can go to uh purpleheartmission.org and there's just tons of information ways to donate ways that they can make a difference because i have to tell you it's been an emotional roller coaster this last just couple days and i had my wife with me and she is part of my recovery you know she went through it as well and these guys are they're angels. So it means a lot to the purple heart vet to, to be able to experience this. So, um, you know, that's, that's the way to help. If they, if anybody wants to help out is purpleheartmission.org and it's wonderful. All right. Well, and you did so right. well,
0: closed you closed it by getting all the information out there. Okay. Uh, so there you go, Troy. Well done. Thank you very much.
4: Thank you. All right, sir. God bless you. Have a good day.
0: God bless. Uh, Mitch. Reed. All right. Ed Ed Abbey, Connie Johnson, and Troy Green, who you just heard from. And again, yeah, you can uh, look up the 2021 Purple Heart Patriot Project and the National Purple Heart Honor Mission. 866-95-PATRIOT. Be right back.